Reading from Paul's letter to Titus, chapter 2, beginning to read at verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. He teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to prefer for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Our gracious God, the hour has come. Come and speak to us. We're here to hear from you. Speak to us. Holy Spirit, the greatest teacher, give us understanding as we study your word together. In Jesus' name, amen. Today is a special day for all Christians because it is a day we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. The passage we read this morning begins with the subject of salvation. If this scripture is not familiar, then several questions may arise in your heart. Number one, what's, what must we do to gain salvation? Then number two, where is the way to salvation? According to Apostle Paul, salvation is by grace through faith, not by the works we perform or the tradition we keep. This is clearly explained in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 9, which says, By grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Countless passages in the scripture support salvation by grace alone. Salvation is the door of entrance into the church family. Jesus described himself as the door in John chapter 10 verse 9. And he says, I am the door. By me, if any man enters in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. We can see from these two scriptures in Ephesians and John, that salvation is obtained by grace through faith in Christ Jesus, the door of salvation. This is what Titus is pointing us in today's Bible reading. Then verse 11, I just want to encourage you. In verse 11, the Bible says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. This passage means that you don't go out and get salvation. It comes to you and you have the opportunity to receive it. 
the grace of God has appeared in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the first epiphany of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is one gospel of grace to all men and women. God doesn't have a gospel of grace for some and a gospel of law or self-justification for others. All men and women find salvation by the grace of God. From this passage, we can group Christmas into three different types. Past, present, and future Christmas. Past Christmas because the grace of God has already appeared in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ over 2,000 years ago. This happened when Christ was born. Then present Christmas because his grace is still available to us now and teaches us, according to verse 12 to 13, to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and to live soberly, righteously and godly in the present age. This means Christmas can happen for you in the present as you receive salvation from sin now. Then the future Christmas remind us to look out for the blessed and glory appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who will come back again. He can come back in two ways. Number one, through the rapture of the whole church. Then number two, through your own personal death when he calls you home. On our own, we could never obtain the righteousness of God. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So the question now is, what do we have if we can never attain the righteousness of God? We have hope in his grace. God's grace wasn't offered to a select few or a special group. It has been offered freely to all who will receive it. There has never been a soul so wicked, a heart so hard, or a mind so corrupt that Jesus couldn't save. He reached into the depth of sin to save each and every one of you. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what you have done. Now is the time, and Jesus is ready to receive you back. God's grace is based, it's not based on our works of righteousness. It is available to whosoever will. You may think that God could never love you, that your life is too far gone, and there is no hope for you. But Jesus is our hope, and he can welcome you anytime, any day. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The fact is, God stand ready to fill your life with his grace today. Then Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, the Bible says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, 
Yet not I, but Christ, liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You will never live a perfect life. We all make mistakes. But when you get saved, God will change your desire. You will find yourself wanting to please the Lord all the time. So the question this morning for us is, what does all of this mean to you? Notice why Jesus gave himself. That he might redeem us from Adamic nature. Remember John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whosoever that believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus is the reason for the season. And Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The world likes the baby in the manger, but reject the reason Christ who invites us to repentance and commitment to follow in his steps. And I want to challenge you this morning. As we are still in the mood of Christmas, still getting ready to celebrate, may we also remember the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason. He is our hope. Without Jesus, we are hopeless. Without Jesus, there is no point, all of us here this morning. But He is the reason for the season. And I want to challenge you this morning. Let us live and be waiting and watching for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because he will come back. And I will keep saying it until we see Jesus. And we all need to be ready to meet Jesus. A better place than here. With all the things that is going on in our world today. We don't even know where to hide. The world is full of mystery. So many chaos going on in the world today. But Jesus is our hope. He says in John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be in trouble. In my father's house there are many mansions. If not so, I would have told you. I'm going up there to prepare a place for you. When I come back, I will take you. So that where I am, there you will be also. There is a better place than here, brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter what you may be going through now. It doesn't matter the gravity. It doesn't matter the mountain before you. You remember David in John chapter, in Psalm chapter 23 verse 4. He says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because God is with me. No matter the mountain before you. Remember one thing this morning. That God is with you. His grace is upon you. The grace that we don't deserve. The unmerited favor that me and you don't deserve. That is what God has given to us. Through his son, Jesus Christ. And may we be ready 
to meet Jesus because he's coming. In Jesus' name, amen.